Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in to Duval Daily, your daily dose of Jacksonville Jaguars news and analysis. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Today we are talking Mel Kuyper's two-round mock draft, his first two-round mock draft of this draft season. A lot of people like to give Mel Kuyper some flack, but this guy's been doing it as long as anyone when it comes to uh, covering the draft, working the draft. He, he's he been around. He's the godfather of draft coverage, uh, and I respect what he does a lot. He's super plugged in. I know a lot of people might not agree with what he says all the time, and he's certainly had his fair share of misses, but if you uh, don't have a lot of misses, you haven't been doing this for a long time. That's the bottom line. So we're going to dive into his two-round mock draft over on ESPN.com. Who do the Jaguars land in this latest mock draft, the first two-round mock draft from Mel Kuyper Jr. of the 2022 draft season? I'm excited to dive into it. I know I got started covering the draft and and starting to get into prospects and all that many years ago. And Mel Kuyper is one of the people who got me into mock drafts, into draft prospects, into all that fun stuff. So I'll, I'll always respect what he does. Follow myself at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter and Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. If you're enjoying the content here on Duval Daily, please go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube at GenJag. We just dropped our latest GenJag podcast with myself and Jeremy Markoski, where we talked about uh, the start of the offseason program. Travis Etienne, his injury update, his updated timeline. And we also talked Trayvon Walker and some more NFL draft buzz. Uh, Kirby Joseph is the latest, the latest um, prospect that has a confirmed visit with the Jaguars. Thanks to Justin Mello for uh, sharing that with me of the Draft Network. Um, I'll write up Kirby Joseph and talk a little bit about him in a post later today. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, by the way. Interesting safety product or prospect out of Illinois. So we'll dive into that later. That'll be a written article for you later on. You can check that out at genjag.com. So it is time. Without further ado, let's dive in to what Mel Kuyper has the Jaguars doing and kind of some of the trends that we see in this two-round mock draft. So no big surprise at one. Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end from Michigan. Here's what Mel Kuyper has to say. There's really no need to overthink things here. Hutchinson is the best prospect in this class. 
an edge rusher who could average 12 sacks a year for a decade, and he plays a premier position. He could play stand-up as a excuse me, he could play as a stand-up outside linebacker or hand in the dirt end for the Jaguars, meeting quarterbacks in the backfield with 2019 first rounder Josh Allen. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Love to see two Jaguars pass rushers meeting in that backfield. A lot more than we've seen over the last few years, obviously, since Saxonville. Could this be the return of Saxonville? Look, Aiden Hutchinson's not the top prospect on my board. He's currently fourth. But this would be a huge addition for the Jacksonville Jaguars because he is ready-made to come in, play against the run. You don't have to use him as a pass rush specialist early on. He's ready to defend the run, both as a strong side run defender, weak side chase guys down. Um, He's going to make plays all over the field for you. He's not the athlete that Trayvon Walker or Kayvon Thibodeau or even Jermaine Johnson is. But he's a damn good athlete for his size. He has a pass rush arsenal, just a variety of ways to win. He can threaten with speed around the edge, make you overset, swing back inside, pulverize the quarterback. I'm not going to bury the Jaguars if they take Aiden Hutchinson at one. And look, Mel Kuyper's super plugged in. I've believed Aiden Hutchinson would be the pick for a long time, since before the Jaguars tagged Cam Robinson, since before they signed Brandon Scherf. Aiden Hutchinson to the Jaguars has been the direction that this entire draft season has been pointing. And we've had, you know, people coming out talking about Trayvon Walker, did a big, big Duval Daily episode on Trayvon Walker yesterday. If you want to check that out, I'll put that link at the end of this video. Aiden Hutchinson of the Jags at one. It's not going to be the sexiest pick that you can make, but look, he plays a premier position. He knows how to get after the quarterback, as we've seen. He has excellent, um, not only splash ability against the run, but just consistency and setting the edge. I really can't blame the Jaguars or any other team for taking Aiden Hutchinson number one. And yes, Josh Allen needs a tag team partner. I believe Josh Allen has greatness in him. I think Aiden Hutchinson would be able to help that help bring that out. Help take the pressure off. So we'll roll through the rest of this here. Get through the first round. Talk about some picks of note. Sauce Gardner to the Lions at two. That is rich but I, I mean i have no problem with gardner that high um texans landon walker thibodeau to the jets equanu to the giants first quarterback comes off the board at six malik willis jermaine johnson to the giants again so the giants land equanu and johnson who they had a quite a quite a battle with each other this year in the acc Johnson being the pass rusher out of Florida State, Iquano being the offensive tackle from NC State. First wide receiver is off the board at number eight to the Falcons, Garrett Wilson. Evan Neal falls all the way to nine. Drake London to 
10 to the Jets. Kyle Hamilton falls to 11 to the Commanders. Derek Stingley Jr. all the way to the Vikings gets to play with Patrick Peterson, former LSU Tiger. That could really work out. Charles Cross falls to Houston, so they land Trayvon Walker and Cross. That's two good football players. Jaguars got to contend with in in the division. Trent McDuffie to the Ravens. I like that. That's interesting. Big fan of Trent McDuffie and the Ravens do a great job with drafting and developing defense. Uh, Chris Olave to the Eagles. Jordan Davis comes off the board to the Chargers at 17. Nicobe Dean to the Eagles. This is a guy who's been dropping out of a lot of first-round mock drafts. Inside linebacker for Georgia. Jamison Williams, who has the ACL right now. 19 to the Saints. Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. That'll be interesting if he's, you know, played his college ball at Pittsburgh. Um, the big question really with him is the hands and the pocket presence. Can he settle down in the pocket? Devin Lloyd and other people talk, another prospect people are talking about falling out of the second round, potentially the inside linebacker to the Patriots. Gosh, that would be a home run of a pick for the Patriots. Kristen Watson comes off the board. The Packers, Traylon Burks, you know, two wide receivers in a row. He goes to the Cardinals. Cowboys, Arnold Ebiketti. Haven't seen him in a lot of first-round mocks, but he's a guy I like a lot, pass rusher out of Penn State. Daxton Hill, the safety, slash nickel. I think he'll probably play more nickel in the NFL. That's what he did at Michigan last year. To the Bills. Jahan Dotson off the board to to the tight ends, which you obviously do not like to see if you're a Jaguars fan. Pairing up Jahan Dotson and A.J. Brown, that's scary to deal with. But, of course, the Jaguars do have a nice uh, group of cornerbacks. Devontae Wyatt to the Bucks, that would be beastly. He's he's my favorite Georgia defender, my highest-rated Georgia defender, the defensive tackle. He is... He is way up there on my board. He is number 11 on my current board, so that would be great value. Zion Johnson, the interior offensive lineman from Boston College. He's the first one off the board at that position. Andrew Booth to the Chiefs. That would be great value as well. I think he would really upgrade that secondary. Carlaftis to the Chiefs. So you're getting coverage. You're getting pass rush. Mm -hmm. I can see that. The Jets have a mock trade here with the Bengals to get to 31 and take their center, Tyler Linderbaum. Then Lewis seen as the final pick to the Lions of the first round. Safety out of Georgia, heat-seeking missile. So now we get back to the Jaguars here. What you guys are all here for, I know. Why wouldn't you be here for that? This is Duval Daily, after all. Okay, so... Top of round two, the Jaguars hold the 33rd overall pick. Kenyon Green, guard out of Texas A&M, falls to the second round. This is what Kuyper has to say about that. Green is my top-ranked guard, and I could see a team falling in love with him in the 20s. He might not be on the board here, but Green played everything except center for the Aggies. He should stick at guard in the NFL. The Jaguars, who have spent a lot of money in free agency, including on guard Brandon Scherf, should try to trade this pick and add extra assets. Taking green helps them immediately, though. Trade the pick? 
the Jaguars who have four picks in the top 70, five picks in the top 105, more assets. Interesting. I would not be trading out of this spot if I was the Jaguars. <laughs> Plain and simple. You have two third-round picks after this. Both of them are high in the third round. They're valuable third-round picks, and you have control of day three with the first pick in the fourth round. I don't get that. If anything, if the Jaguars are trying to move this pick, it should be to trade up to get their guy. But I'd probably stand pat at 33 because I think regardless of what position fans want, which is wide receiver, and I get it, I think wide receiver, if Jahan Dotson or Traylon Burks or I wouldn't draft Christian Watson at 33 just because he's a little too raw for me. The uh, <laughs> the hands are inconsistent on tape, and so is the route running. But if any of those wide receivers besides Christian Watson that went in the first round fall to 33, yeah, I would have a long, hard look at them. But when we're talking about Kenyon Green, I think guard is one of the Jaguars' biggest needs, and Kenyon Green is my top-ranked guard. I love Zion Johnson. I think he's a better athlete than Green, but I think Green's a better football player overall. Uh, he has played left guard, right guard, right tackle, left tackle. He's done it all very well. He does project inside to guard at the next level. I agree with that, and I'm fine with that. Um, but this is a guy who has great feet, extremely polished there, great hands. He shows... Um, he shows the ability to control defensive linemen with his hands. He shows independent hand usage. Not common for a guard at the college level. When you look at why he could fall to the second round, he just didn't test super well. I mean, it wasn't horrid testing. But one of his real strengths here, in my opinion, is his strength, like Tyler Shatley. No, he has 34 and an eighth inch arms, 10 and three eighths inch hands, 10 and three eighths of an inch hands. When you talk about that length and that hand size combined with his polish, his ability to play on both sides of the line, his ability to even play outside at tackle if you need him to. He's got all that for you there and more. I'm a really big fan of Kenyon Green's game. If the Jaguars are able to land Aiden Hutchinson and Kenyon Green in the first two rounds of the draft, it's a home run. Both of those are safe picks in my mind. Aiden Hutchinson come in and really help bolster that pass rush and bolster the run defense. And then Kenyon Green comes in and, you know, I would not be surprised if he was better than Jawan Taylor at right tackle. And I'm, I'm not saying draft him to do that because you have Walker Little. But could Kenyon Green and Walker Little end up being your two tackles of the future? I think Kenyon Green can play right tackle. I really do. But if you don't draft him for that and you're just drafting him to play guard, that's okay too. You don't know what Cam Robinson's future is. He has not signed his franchise tender. Um could this be his last year in Duval? Could he not even play for the Jaguars this year? 
both of those options are on the table. It's also possible that the Jaguars get a long-term deal done. They've talked about wanting to do that. Regardless, Kenyon Green fits wherever you need him to on the offensive line. He helps protect, protect Trevor. He creates space in the run game for Travis Etienne, for James Robinson when he returns to health. If you're able to land the fourth-ranked player on my board, and, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, for a lot of people, is number one. So, you're able to land Aiden Hutchinson and Kenyon Green, who should not fall out of the top 20, talent-wise, skill-wise. It would be nothing short of a home run, in my opinion. I know that's often overused, but you're talking about protecting Trevor Lawrence, Opening holes in the run game. Kenyon Green does those things for you. He potentially gets Jawan Taylor off the field, hopefully. And no offense to Jawan Taylor, the person, but Jawan Taylor, the football player, has not been getting the job done. So if you're looking at Cam Robinson, Kenyon Green, Tyler Shatley, Brandon Scherf, and Walker Little, I think that's an offensive line you could feel really strongly about. And then the depth pieces there are Ben Barch, Jawan Taylor, Will Richardson. Yeah, you can work with that. And then you talk about Aiden Hutchinson just helping out so much with Josh Allen. Um. <laughs> Shaquille Griffin came out and talked about they just need one more scary guy. Take the pressure off Josh Allen, take the pressure off the rest of the defense. I think Aiden Hutchinson at six foot seven, moving the way he does, bringing that arsenal of pass rush moves that he brings to you. Yeah, I think that qualifies as scary. And again, he's balanced. Again, plays the run, plays the pass. Does it both at a very high level. I think this draft would just be fantastic for the Jaguars. I really do. I think it would set them up to be more successful on offense, set them up to be more successful on defense with high-impact players because I do believe both of those guys are going to be high-impact players. I think they both have Pro Bowl potential. Make sure he doesn't have the Jaguars trading up into the top of the or the bottom of the second, and he does not. Has Trey McBride going to the Broncos at 64, the pick before the Jaguars. That would be a heartbreaker for me. I think Trey McBride's going to be a excellent tight end in the NFL who can affect the run game and the pass game. Mm. Still, if you're the Jaguars and you can land Kenyon Green and Aiden Hutchinson with those top two picks, then you're set up. In my mind, you need to get another receiver. You need a linebacker to go along with Foye Aluakun, unless you're just sold on Shaquille Quarterman, which I love Shaq Quarterman, but it could be a risky bet just considering how little playing time he's actually had. But when he's been on the field, he's been a heck of a football football player in my mind. Very good run defender. I think his instincts and his overall just understanding of his assignments helps him because he's not the greatest athlete in the world, 
But yeah, I think you'd be looking at linebacker in the third round, potentially wide receiver. Tight end even. The Jaguars have three quality tight ends in my mind and and Evan Ingram, Dan Arnold, and Chris Manhurts. But all three of them are on expiring contracts. And then you look at safety. Maybe the Jaguars could be targeting Kirby Joseph in the third round who they are hosting on a visit. So yeah, I mean... Great first two rounds for the Jaguars here. I would not complain one bit about Aiden Hutchinson and Kenyon Green. Evan Neal is still my top-ranked player. Kayvon Thibodeau is my top-ranked edge defender. But that is no slide on Aiden Hutchinson. I, I'm a big fan of his game. People worry about the short arms, but his technique is so refined already, and he is just explosive with his first step. For his size, I don't think it's going to be a problem at the next level. Like, will it pop up on tape at the next level? I'm sure it will. But will it prevent him from being a consistent run defender and a guy who can rack up 10-plus sacks a year? I don't think it will. That's where I stand on Aiden Hutchinson right now. That's going to do it for the show. Let me know what you guys think uh, in the YouTube comments, on Twitter, wherever. Be sure to uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. We really appreciate that. And then also, if you're listening on your favorite podcast uh, podcast platform, leave us a review there too if you can. We're really trying to grow our channel on YouTube and, and just continue to pump out quality, insightful Jaguars content on a consistent basis for you guys to listen to, for you guys to watch. That's the goal here. And, uh, of course, check out genjag.com for all the latest Jaguars news and analysis and Duval gear. And follow myself at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag on YouTube at genjag. Really appreciate you guys for tuning in, Duval. Have a great one. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.